0: Amen, it's kind of cliche, but amen. God doesn't uh, call the equipped, but he equips the called. Are y'all with me today? But what that means is, amen, he's gonna equip those that are willing to answer that call and are willing to lay down their life and willing to begin to do some things that others will not do. If you truly want to be used by God, If you truly want to impact, amen, this world, you've got to be willing to do some things that others aren't willing to do. See, that's the difference between a, a normal person and somebody of greatness. There are people that are willing to do what others are not willing to do. And I know sometimes it looks all glamorous and it looks all prestigious and it looks all wonderful But sometimes we have no idea what it truly takes in order to do that. And so I wanna share with you a few things today concerning the cost of leadership. Because the true toll of leadership is heavy. And the more effective leadership, the higher that payment is. Are y'all with me today? The more effective that you're going to be in the kingdom of God, the higher the price is that you will pay in order to do that. The Bible says for us to count the cost. Many of us want to be a leader in the kingdom of God. Many of us want God to use our life. We say, the Bible says that we will, Jesus said this, the things that I do, you will do these and greater. But do you know what it costs Jesus in order to do the things that he did? And so I wanna communicate that to you today. And my first point that I wanna bring out is that in order to be an effective leader, it's gonna take self-sacrifice. Somebody say self-sacrifice. And this part of the cost is something that must be paid daily. Somebody say daily. 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 See, there's a cross that stands in the path of spiritual leadership and the leader must take it up daily. Jesus said this, he said, lay down... He laid down his life for us daily and that we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. And I'm here to tell you that if there's no cross, there's no leadership. And whoever wants to be first must be slave of all, the Bible says, for even the son of man did not come to what? To be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom. And so those who lead a church are marked by a willingness to give up, amen, things in their life, to give up personal preference, hello, amen, to surrender personal desires, to give up personal goals for the sake of God. See, I wanna share it with you from a true standpoint today. Because leadership means sacrifice. And not everybody is willing to sacrifice. See, that's why we've got to look at it and say, you know what, I know I want God to use my life. I know God's called me, but am I willing to sacrifice? Because in order to really make an impact, in order to really begin to carry out the things that God wants us to do, it's gonna take some serious sacrifice in our lives. See, a leader must give up in order to go up. I'm gonna repeat that again. a leader must give up in order to go up. Are y'all with me today? I wanna to share with you, amen, real quick about a man that was, y'all may have heard of before. Amen. And I don't know if I'm gonna say this guy's name right, but in the 1970s, this guy's name was Iacocca, Iacocca, thank you, Jesus. And this is somebody that was working for uh, Ford, amen, for the motor company. And he had the highest leadership position under the chairman, Henry Ford. And Iacocca worked for Ford for 32 years. And when he left in 1978, the company was earning record profits. Are y'all with me? But then Chrysler had given him invitation for him to come on board and presented with him the opportunity and the challenge of a lifetime. And Iacocca accepted the job, but it also started with him down, amen, a road of personal sacrifice. See, if you're gonna accept the job that God is gonna give you, it's gonna start with a road of personal sacrifice. Now, this is a man that was, had a great job, amen. This is a man that had much success with Ford, amen. He was in a, a great position. And then he got an opportunity to go to Chrysler and how many all know he ended up having to take a pay cut and he had to end up going from working from Monday to Friday to working seven days a week. Because there was a need there, amen, in order to be able to turn that company around in order to make it successful in the way that it needed to and it took, amen, the ability to be able to sacrifice in order to do it. See, I'm going to tell you this right now. If we truly say that we want to help our pastors, if we truly say that we want to impact this kingdom, if we truly say that we want to see our churches grow and see our ministries grow, amen, and see these things happen, amen, that means that we are going to be willing to sacrifice some things in our life and if you're not willing to sacrifice it right now what makes you think that you're going to be willing to sacrifice it when you have your own ministry hello somebody because i'm here to tell you right now amen when you begin to open up your own ministry guess what it's seven days a week 24 7 amen it starts with sacrifice in your life and i know we have some people here that are feel called the pastor But do you truly know what that sacrifice looks like? See, all you see is the good stuff. God is good, amen? Jesus said this in 38. But Jesus said to them, you do not know what you're asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink or to be baptized with the baptism with which I am baptized. Are y'all with me today? See, Iacocca was somebody that understood that successful leaders have to maintain an attitude of sacrifice in order to turn around an organization. They have to be willing to do what it takes to go to the next level. See, if we're going to go to the next level, there's some things that we're going to have to be willing to do. And there's going to be those that are willing to do it and there's going to be those that are cheerleaders. Thank you, Jesus. And it's okay if you're a cheerleader. Just make your... See, I want you to look at this today because a lot of times what we begin to think is we begin to think as we begin to step into these other roles that it means that we have to do less. See, we have it twisted, we have it backwards. Jesus says, I come to serve, not to be served. I'm talking about the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I'm talking about the Son of God, amen, the Son of Man, amen. God in the flesh, Emmanuel, God is with us, amen. And he realized, amen, that in order to carry out what God had called him to do, amen, it meant him giving up his life. It meant him sacrificing everything, amen, for other people in order to impact others. And I'm telling you, that's what we've gotta grab a hold of today, saints, amen. If we're gonna be effective leaders, this means that we have to be willing to sacrifice more. But how come whenever we wanna step up into leadership, amen, it means that we think that we wanna do less, amen. And all of a sudden we want more time, off and we want more of this and more of that. I'm here to tell you right now, amen, when God begins to call you to your own ministry, there's not gonna be any time off, amen. There's not gonna be, amen, any of this just going away. Hello. See, I wanna preach it to you all and uncut, because I don't wanna send out some people to go pastor that aren't willing to do what it takes, amen. Because anything that I send out, amen, through the Holy Spirit is going to be something that is successful. It's going to be something that works. It's going to be something that lasts. So leadership means sacrifice. Are you all with me today? Iacocca's leadership put Chrysler back on the map. Why? Why? Because he modeled the life law of sacrifice. If we want to see these churches grow, if we want to see these ministries grow, we need some people that are willing to sacrifice. So, I want you to ask yourself today are you truly willing to sacrifice? Are you willing to eat beanie weenies in order to keep the lights on in your ministry or your church? See, some of us just see it from a perspective of, oh, that looks glorious. look at that nice car some of us don't understand the sacrifice that's there are y'all with me today those who lead a church you leaders in the church this is marked by a willingness to give up amen You've got to give up to go up. And I'm going to tell you this the only thing that Jesus showed his disciples after the resurrection was his scars. I'm going to tell you right now if you're going to serve in ministry, you're going to have some scars. If you're going to serve in ministry, you're going to go through some things. We say we want to help our pastors. We say we want to open up. But are we really willing to sacrifice? You know, when I first opened up my home, I had it all tore down, tore up two-bedroom house. I had the homeboys in the back in my son's room. I had the homegirl in my daughter's room. I slept on the couch sitting up like this, watching. My son slept on the wood floor right next to me and my daughter on the couch right next to me. It took some sacrifice. Now don't call CPS on me, okay? Because by the grace of God they got their own bedroom today, amen. But it takes a little bit of sacrifice. The question is, is are we willing? This is what Jesus asked to me, he said, Are you willing to drink the cup that I've drink? Are you willing to pay the price that your pastor's paid and is continuing to pay on a day-to-day basis? Are you willing to have the scars that are going to come from it? See, I'm trying to keep it raw and uncut this morning, amen, because I don't want to just, amen, tell you some stuff that's going to just make make it look all glamorous because I'm going to tell you it's not all glamorous. Hello, somebody. If you read the Bible and you look through the Bible, anybody that was really effective in serving, amen, the Lord went through hell and high water. Jesus said, foxes have holes and, amen, birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. But follow me. See, I don't want us to get it confused here. Because I don't want you to get out there and, amen. Be ready to start whatever it is that you're going to start and not, amen, begin to carry and follow through with it, amen. See, we've got to begin to give up if we want to go up. Hello, somebody. We've got to begin to have leaders that are willing to sacrifice. Amen, if we're going to begin to really impact this community, it really impact this world. Amen, really impact this nation. If we say we truly want to see change, we truly want to see revival, then we're truly going to be willing to sacrifice in our lives. But we say, you know what I've been here serving, I ought to have more privileges. And it's okay to have some privileges, but don't get it confused. Somebody say, "Don't get it confused." I'm going to read to you real quick out of Second Corinthians, chapter four, and verse eight. If you'll put it up on the board, you got it, Bishop. He says, we are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not despairing, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying about in the body, the dying of Jesus so that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. I'm going to stop right there for a second. See, we've gotta be caring about, amen, the body, the dying of Jesus, hello somebody, so that the life of Jesus may be able to manifest in our bodies. Are y'all with me today? Go to the next verse. For we who live are constantly being delivered over to death for Jesus' sake, so that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our mortal flesh. See, you've got to give up to go up. Hello. When we're talking about the cost of leadership, it's, there's one thing about it being a leader. My second point is you're going to deal with some loneliness. Because the leader has got to be ahead of the followers. Hello, somebody. And he lives with loneliness Sometimes. And though he may be friendly, there are areas of life where he must walk alone, amen. And I'm going to share a few examples with you, amen. I don't know if you all are familiar with Moses, but Moses paid the price for his leadership of time of being alone on the mountain and alone on the plain, amen, and misunderstood and one that was criticized, See, there's gonna be times when you're gonna to have to be able to learn to walk alone. There's gonna be times when you're gonna to have to be willing, amen, not to be the most popular person in the whole world if you truly wanna be effective in leadership. Are y'all with me today? You know, the Old Testament prophets were lonely men. Enoch walked alone in a decayed society as he preached judgment. Jonah was alone in Nineveh, a heathen city of a million souls, amen. And sometimes you and I are going to be alone walking, amen, when we're doing what God has called us to do. Hello, somebody. But God has called you to be set apart. And you're going to have to learn how to encourage yourself. You can't always have, rely on other people to encourage you. God is good, amen? The Lord is good. You know, Paul was a lonely man at times. You know, in Second Timothy, in chapter 1 and 15, it says this, it says, You know that everyone in the province of Asia has deserted me. A.W. <laughs> Tozer said this. He said, Most of the world's greatest souls have been lonely. So a leader must be a person who has sufficient inner resources in order to be able to stand alone. You've got to be, have sufficient, amen, inner resources inside of you that are going to continue to carry you forward, that are going to continue, amen, and to encourage. Sometimes you've got to learn to encourage yourself. Sometimes you've got to learn, amen, to be confident with who you are, amen, and sometimes you've got to know what God's called you to do, amen, and you've got to be okay, even if it means you're standing all by yourself, amen, even if it means, amen, the the mission that God has given you, amen, hello somebody. Could you imagine going to a place, amen, where there's nothing but heathens and you're there to preach a message of judgment and repentance, amen, and that place all by yourself, amen. Nothing but a bunch of demonic, amen, devil-worshipping demons, hello somebody, and you're there to preach a message of hope, amen. Sometimes this is what leadership is like, amen. Amen. Because even in the midst of being around people, sometimes you're going to be alone because of what you're standing for. Because you've got to stand, amen, for what's right. And you've got to stand, amen, for the gospel. Hello, somebody, no matter what it means. And so you've got to be able to walk through these times. And you've got to be able to press in. And you've got to be able to stay encouraged. And stay focused on the... Mission that God has given you. It's going to cost you some loneliness sometimes. Not everybody's going to understand you. You ever been somewhere where nobody understands you? Hang around a bunch of worldly people for a second that are blinded by who Christ is and see how how it is to stand you've got to have something inside of you in order to be able to stand through anything because there may be some days that you have to walk alone My third point is you've got to be willing to, capable of handling fatigue. See the demands of leadership wear down even the strong, but Christians know where to find renewal from. Second Corinthians four sixteen says, therefore do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. And I'm gonna tell you, even Jesus grew weary in ministry. Jesus felt drained in power. Here he is, he was at Jacob's well, amen. And he was tired and he was, amen, from a journey that he had taken. And he sat down by this well and, and he felt drained in power and inner resources drained, amen. And then all of a sudden this needy woman touched his clothing. And at once Jesus realized that power had gone out from him. And I'm gonna tell you, if a Christian is not willing to, amen, to do what this takes, I want you to realize this today, because there's gonna be people that have needs and you're gonna be wore out and you're gonna be tired and you're gonna be drained and you're gonna be at a point where you don't even know if you can go anymore, amen. But they're still gonna be calling and they're still gonna have a need, amen. Are y'all with me today? There was a woman that touched him, amen. Gave him a touch and he was at a point of exhaustion. And you're still gonna to have to be willing to minister to them. God is good, amen? amen? I'm going to tell you leadership means sacrifice. Leadership means walking alone, and leadership means crit- fatigue. But it also means criticism. Somebody say criticism. See, no leader lives a day without criticism. And humility will be more on trial than when criticism comes. Someone said there's nothing else that kills the efficiency, capability, and initiative of a leader than destructive criticism. I didn't say constructive, I said destructive. If you're gonna be a leader, you're gonna have to deal with some criticism. If you're gonna be a leader, you're gonna have to deal with some people talking about you. If you're gonna be a leader, you're gonna have to deal with some people, amen, gossiping about you. Hello. If you're going to be a leader, you're going to have to, amen, deal with some people persecuting you. Hello. If you're going to be a leader, you're going to have to deal with some people running you down. And the very people that you're helping, the very people that you're pouring out to, the very people that you're opening up your doors to, the very people, amen, that you're answering the phone at midnight to, amen, sometimes will be the very people that will criticize you, the very people that you loved, amen, even when they were unlovable, the very people. Amen. That you gave your finances to. Amen. The very people, amen, that you laid down your life for sometimes will criticize you and they will run their mouth about you and they will speak bad about you. But you've got to continue to be able to go forward and you've got to continue to be able to serve them and you've got to continue to be able to love them until they get through what they're going through. See, if you want to be a leader, you've got to begin to deal with some criticism in your life. See, this isn't for everybody. I'm going to tell you this. If you want to do ministry, you've got to have thick skin, but not a hard heart. You've got to have thick skin, but not a hard heart. Because your heart needs to stay open. when they get back from doing their trip, When they come back around. And sometimes we all trip a little. Oh the pastor don't love me. Oh the pastor don't got my best heart. I'm interested. We start tripping. If you're gonna be a leader you have to be able to still love them even after they just rend their mouth about you. I had some neighbors they were persecuting us threatening us threatening my kids threatening all kinds of stuff tear down our fences with trucks and chains and But I had to keep my heart open when he found out that his daughter was on drugs at 15 years old. Or when his little daughter was so out of control that he couldn't do anything with her. And they would... Finally send them to our church. These are the same people that were persecuting us. You've got to keep your heart open. You can't let this criticism, these things affect you to where you're not still willing to share the love of God. You've got to understand, people act the way they act because of their condition. They're walking in darkness in certain areas and they need the light. That's why Jesus says, Amen, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. You pray for them that they can see truth. And if you're going to be a leader, you're going to deal with persecution, you're going to deal with some criticism. Sometimes the closest people that you've invested the most in are some that will run you down the worst. But you've got to be willing to open up your heart. And you've got to forgive. And you've got to be willing to forget. See, leadership is going to cost you something. Are you all with me today? You know, I'm going to tell you about Paul for a second. Paul was one that sought the favor of God and not people. His hard work was not to please those around him. This is what he said. He said, am I now trying to win the approval of men or of God? Or am I trying to please men? For if I were still trying to please men, look at this. I would not be a servant of Christ. If you're trying to please men, you're going to give up. If you have an attitude other than anything other than to please the Lord, you're going to say, This isn't worth it. The price is too much to pay. I'm giving my life. I'm imparting it to these people and I'm receiving back negativity. That's what it looks like to be a leader. And you know, sometimes the people that are closest to you are the ones that can hurt you the most. That's why when your wife or your husband hurts you, it hurts. And we allow the people of God to get close to us because y'all are our family and we love you. God is good, amen? Paul wasn't bothered by criticism. He says, I care very little if I am judged by you or by any human court. It is the Lord who judges me. And so what Paul did is his ear was tuned to the voice of God, and so human voices were faint. And if you're going to be an effective leader, you're going to have to tune your voice, I mean, to the voice of God. And amen. And the people's voices are going to have to be very faint in your life. You can't be listening to what everybody else is saying. You will get messed up. That's why the Bible says, guard your heart for out of it flows the issues of life. You've gotta guard your heart. And sometimes that means that you've gotta, amen, tune your ears out to what the gossip that's being said, amen, or the tripping that's going on, amen, or the, the, the venting, amen. And sometimes that's tough. Because people do vent and people do trip. But you've got to tune your ear to the voice of God. I'm almost done. The cost of leadership means rejection. The leader who follows high spiritual standards may find himself following Jesus on the pathway of rejection. This is what the scripture said in John 1 and 1. He says he came unto his own and his own received him not. Hello. Sometimes your own aren't even going to receive you. Somebody say, but it's okay. It's okay. And I'm going to tell you this. People that are close to a leader are going to pay a price too. If you want to be close to your pastor, you're going to pay a price too. I'm going to read to you a scripture at Acts 15 and 22. He says, then the apostles and the elders with the whole church decided to choose some of their own men and send them to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas. And they chose Judas, called Barsabbas, and Silas. Now, I want to share with you about Silas for a minute because Silas was close to Paul. And as a result, he paid a big price. Because in Acts 16 and 19... They says this, it says, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace. And after they had been severely flogged, they were thrown into prison. Not only is it gonna cause a price, amen, to be a leader, but it's gonna cause a price to be around some leaders too. See, we've got it messed up if we think, amen, the the higher God raises us up, amen, the less sacrifice. The higher that God raises us up, the less we have to do. Amen, the higher that God raises us up, I'm here to tell you, man, that's that's not the Bible. Hello, somebody. The higher God raises you up, amen, the more that you have to sacrifice. The higher that God raises you up, amen, the more that you have to decrease. The higher that God raises you up, the more that you have to serve. The higher that God raises you up, amen, the more you have to be willing to die. The higher that God raises you up, the more that you have to be willing to deal with criticism, amen, the higher God raises you up, the more you have to be willing to walk in fatigue, the higher God raises you up, amen, because leadership means sacrifice. And as you rise in leadership, responsibilities will increase and rights decrease. And that's why leaders give up to go up. And that's gonna be true of every leader regardless of profession. You talk to a leader and you're gonna find out that he has made repeated sacrifices over over and over and over and over and over again. And the higher the leaders climb, the greater the sacrifices is made. And effective leaders sacrifice much that is good in order to dedicate themselves to what is best. And I want to share this with you as the worship team comes forward. If a leader has to give up in order to go up, hear me out if a leader has to give up in order to go up then they have to give up even more to stay up leadership success requires continual change continual improvement and continual sacrifice Paul says this not that I feel like I have obtained it he was always pressing forward he was always pressing on he was always wanting to become better he was always wanting more souls he was always wanting more lives being changed more people being touched he was always wanting his prayer life to increase he was always wanting his obedience to be better he was always wanting his denial of himself to be go further he was always wanting more he didn't get complacent amen are y'all with me today amen if you go my lord if y'all only understood that today The higher you go, the more you give up. I don't know why we think, amen, that we get to a certain point and then we think we don't have to do the things that we were doing before in order to get there. And that's why people's ministry plateaus or their business plateaus or their life plateaus or their marriage plateaus or their family plateaus Or their their relationship with God, amen, plateaus. And I'm going to tell you right now, in in Christianity, you're either going forward or you're going backwards. Hello, somebody. Amen. You're either becoming more like Christ or you're becoming less like Christ. Amen. You're either becoming more effective or you're becoming less effective. Amen. It's a principle. You're either going forward, amen, or you're going backwards. You're either reaching more souls, amen, or not. You're either having more effective in your church or you're having less effect in your church. Are y'all with me today? We've got to begin to understand this and if we want to really go where god is taking us if we want to really carry out what we feel in our hearts that god has called us to do amen it's going to take a life of sacrifice amen it's going to take amen us beginning to lay down our lives amen for the gospel it's going to take more hello it's not less See, people don't understand that i don't know about you but i want i'm not satisfied i want but i want more souls more people to come to christ more people to fall in love with jesus more people to be raised up more people to be used by god more cities to be taken more states to be taken more nations to be taken more people amen to come to christ But it's gonna start with sacrifice. And it's gonna cost you something. It's gonna cost you everything. We can't get it twisted. We can't think, oh, look, look how good it looks. You don't know the price that they paid. And you don't know the price that they continue to pay. You've gotta be willing to pay that price. You've gotta be willing. This goes for anything, in the kingdom of God, in your business, in your family, in whatever it is. Jesus told him this, you do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink? And we know in that cup was the death denial of self persecution rejection and even the sins of the world the sins of the world were in that cup you've got to understand what you're committing to god wants to use your life in a mighty way God wants to bless your life in a mighty way. But it's going to cost you something. But he says those who lose their life for the sake of the gospel will gain it. He said you've got to lose your life in order to gain it. You've got to die in order to live. He says, I come to give life and life abundantly. But you've got to be willing to die. That old man's got to die. Your personal dreams got to die. Your goals got to die. And they got to line up. Your will's got to die. And you've got to line up with God's will. That's the way God's going to use you. I don't care what your ability is. I don't care how good of a speaker you are. I don't care what you look like. I don't care what your education is. None of that stuff matters, amen. The more that God is gonna use you, the more he's gonna require of you. We can't stop doing what we were doing. We don't get there, we don't arrive we get there and we stop doing what we were doing, amen, that's when we begin to see a decrease or a less effect. So I'm about to close out, but if you truly feel in your heart. call to leadership and you want to answer that call and you're willing to pay that price then come to this altar and let me pray for you this morning let Jesus minister to you amen don't come unless you're serious if you're not willing amen to sacrifice don't come if you're not willing to give up give up your time to the next level it's time to go to the next level it's time to go to the next level it's time to go to the next level as we sing you just come and worship and I'm going to pray for you amen in the name of Jesus hallelujah